0: Go. Pritchard tells Washington to bow down after hitting a game-winning shot in overtime to steal
1: the win from the grasp of Washington. Washington blows a 16-point lead with 13 minutes left in the game.
2: This is Husky Hardcore from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven. I'm Jake. I'm Noah. I'm Trevor.
0: And before I say this trio... (laughs) Noah, do not answer this. Make Trevor struggle. Okay. We are, we are like Goku, Gohan, oh, easy. and Vegeta. Oh,
2: come on. Yeah. It's
1: It's, Tre- it's Trev- hold on, Vig- Noah. It's, Fijid, it's Vegeta. Yes, Vegeta. Vegeta. I, I said Vegeta. You did. not you I said, said Mark. Vegeta. Vir- yeah, yeah. Goku yeah. and go. Yeah. What? Is yeah, I got God. you. It's it's Dragon Ball Z.
2: Come on, okay. I'm on you that game right look, now. Look, <laughs> you, can't,
1: you can't, like, have Noah talk about how much he loves Dragon Ball Z and then throw Goku's name out. Well, I might either. not know yeah, much, it, but I, I have, know that. I have literally tailored my trio to Noah, like,
0: three different times, and <laughs> all three times, Noah has completely let me down.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I know that one. That's my guy. That one, <laughs> I think. I think the only two... Since we started doing this podcast, the three of us—the only two that Noah's gotten—is uh, Dragon Ball Z and the Powder Puff Girls.
2: Yeah, for fact. Hey, he five got five. he
1: got the to Seahawks too. He's what is that like? Three, I did get the Seahawks. I wasn't yeah, like that. Three for seven.
2: Am I, I looking so high? Right?
1: He's shooting as well as that
0: one dude's uh, free throw percentage, on Oregon. <laughs>
2: no, he's, he's, oh, I
1: know. Exactly oh, about, uh, the big 40. guy, fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> or Sahonas, which is stretch, a little huh? bit,
0: which is a little bit what? better than my high school free throw
1: percentage. There you go. <laughs> but hey, you're batting, you batting average right now. Hall of Fame number,
0: right. Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, no's going to the hall right now. Yeah, yeah. Until he bets on us and gets caught and gets a lifetime ban. Or where's a wire? Either but,
1: one. Buzzers and the guys <laughs> from Stomp.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, guys. So, nobody wants to so talk guys, about this. Pritchard, uh, so, I know. We're going ha- to have to. Pritchard. Pr- give me your take.
0: I saw a dude that has ice in his veins. Uh I've I've played against a lot of really good basketball players. Uh this guy will hook it up from anywhere and has the range and the confidence to hit at any point. And he talks a lot of trash, but he can back it up. And and there's something to be said about having confidence. And uh that kid's got it. And, and as much as as much as I hated people like that, playing against guys like that, because I did not like talking shit i was kind of like the tim duncan like just keep to myself Mm. type of a guy if you're gonna back it up then uh if nobody's gonna stop you can't stop you from talking shit so that's Mm. that's what Mm. i think about him
1: so i grew up or i live close to where he grew up and the amount of times I've been reminded that he won four state championships in high school, how he's the leader of this this Ducks program for the last four years. You saw him over his career so far show up in some major games, you know, all the way up to the final four. And he's never been shy. Uh, he's always been able to rise to the occasion. And even the shot he missed from about 30 feet, Earlier in that second half, when it went up, I thought it was down. And then, of course, when you saw the broken play and you see that he's able to get it off, you know what's going in because he's done it before. Washington's a really hard place to play, but this guy's played everywhere. And no gym is going to uh, intimidate that guy. And Where did um, he go to high school, Trev? West Lynn. Mm. So, no, so he... You-
0: he, he, so he wins four state champion. I mean, I, I'm sure he's come up here in AAU ball and played at Washington. So it's not like, you know, even before college, he was used to this this court, anyways.
1: But here's the thing, guys. Like Jake and I know him from afar. Noah, you played against him for three years. Mm-hmm. What What is your take on this guy?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, he's tough. He's he's a he's a tough dude. I gonna lot to you. No, he like like he's just one of those guys where like it's, it's so it's like right now imagine if, if there was a, a brick wall in front of you he's the type of player right just to sit there and just give up his body over and over and over again until he went through it yeah and then he'll go through it and then brush off all the dust and be like oh, I'm good to go let's, let's, let's keep going that's the first obstacle down like uh, he is so tough, just just in general, and then uh, just I mean, like every year he got better in college. Well,
1: now, well, that's the type played, of guy that
0: you want on your team,
2: exactly.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, we can we can sports hate him as much as we want up here in Seattle, but Peyton Pritchard is a very yeah, he's good nice, player. absolutely. Have you been around guards with a tighter handle than him?
2: Yeah. Like uh, I mean, you also for I played with D'Angelo Russell in high school.
1: He's got to play <laughs> as well. Okay.
2: I mean, Mark Mar- Markel's handles was that was the league. Andrew Andrew's You're, handles was elite. Like, do you ever
0: play? <laughs> do you ever play against Aaron Brooks? Uh,
2: nah. Actually, I, that's I, I, my guy though. Like, I know Aaron, but I, I don't. uh I never. I never played against him. But like, the you know the funniest thing is. Is that growing up? I used to laugh at when I used to hear his name because a dude on YouTube, uh, who makes videos, uh, um, uh, his name is Chris Smoove. He he's, he's known for putting AutoTune in uh in NBA 2K videos. So when Chris Smooth was getting popular, uh, he was it was like the playoffs, and he was on the he was on the Houston. It's a long time. Oh, I was remember the first that. started making videos. He had a and like he was on the Houston too. Rocket. Yeah, he had he had he was he was on Houston, and then uh, I want he was playing the Suns his first round, and the other other team had Aaron Brooks on it, and, <laughs> and he just always kept making the joke. He needs to go back to China, like he, it, it's, that's, <laughs> like, like that's 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 what I always think about him. But like, I I want, I, you know, I I know he's from Seattle. He went to Oregon, which is kind of disgusting. But I like, I just you know I like, I never played against him, but that's that's my guy though.
0: I there's I don't know if there's been a, a Seattle high school basketball player that was so I I don't I don't want to say hated but uh, not loved in the Seattle area after he moved on from high school not just because he went to Oregon but because of the forearm mm. shimmy he gave Ryan Appleby in Seattle.
1: You remember Ooh, that, Travis? I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He cold cocked him so hard. And then hard. he tried to shake his hand the next game <laughs> yeah. and Ryan Alpha looked right past him. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Even with all that said, I still liked Aaron Brooks a whole lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and the reason that I said it that I mentioned Aaron Brooks is because his handles were super tight too. When when he had the ball in That's his hands, true. you're not getting the ball out of his hands.
2: No, yeah. Yeah.
1: He looks like a senior point guard.
2: Yeah. He's I, I love the difference. way that
1: he plays. Well, and and, and we
0: talked about this to move on from his handles. We talked about this last week. Uh, Good shooters can get the ball in the pocket and make a corner three. Pritchard can get a shot off from anywhere in the court and drain it no matter. I mean, he saw it at the end of the game. That wasn't a fluke that he hit that. That guy's that good of a shooter. You know, we talked about this before the podcast started. (laughs) As soon as he let that up, i Told my wife, I was like, "Games."
2: Yeah, I knew, yeah. yeah I, I knew it was going in. Yeah, I knew it was going into the way it
0: came off his hand. You're like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a good shot. He's got a good look, and that thing's going to drop."
1: And that's for two reasons. Number one, we're Seattle fans, and we have a, a disposition of negativity when it comes to bad things <laughs> right. going against us. Uh, but the other is that Peyton. I mean, that's Ben Oregon's season. In the games that they've won this year, they've gotten down by double digit margins, and Peyton Pritchard has freaking wheeled them to victories. Yeah. And when you saw that shot go up with the momentum that he had and the good vibes that he had in that second half, you knew it was going on.
2: And then, no, just, yeah, that won't hurt. That won't hurt.
0: We obviously, we just jumped straight into the end of the game. And obviously, that's the talking point of this. But I think an underlying conversation is we're up 16 with 13 minutes to go. And my thought about the turning point of this game is when Oregon decides to full court press Washington. And, and it's bad passes, it's turnovers, and you start to see Washington's lead crumble. Um, do you guys have a different turning point in your head?
2: I mean, I would have said it's the second half in general. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I, I would say second half in general. Just I didn't um they got stagnant on offense, and then that press. Like I said, we didn't like to get pressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Last year we didn't like to get pressed. And so when I saw them start coming out in the press, I was like, oh boy, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And then yeah, like you said, you kept seeing they kept scoring and we didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really interesting because it was. I mean, Oregon came out in the second half and was not good. They didn't score their first points for, like, seven minutes. They didn't hit a field goal. And you're thinking, you know, it's looking pretty good, but the turning point was when they went into zone because it disrupted everything Washington tried to do because it was taking them eight seconds to get across. And then once they got across – what they were doing success- successfully earlier in the game, they weren't doing anymore. And that was um, – no. I want you to speak to this a little bit marks. because you were talking about it, is uh, what they were doing right when it comes to the set that they were in and then how it went stagnant.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So they were playing – so they were playing a four-out one in and just let Isaiah roam from block to block to uh... – uh, to post up and to get position, which is which is fine, which is pretty hard to guard in general. Now, one way you could do it is you could also flash the high post up to get get the release, some pressure off of Stewart. Uh, but if you do that, what it also does is it brings another defender closer to Stewart, and it's depending. or you, and So it depends on if the coaches like to do it or not for the high-low path. Or what you could do is go four out, and want, just completely four out and then keep and keep Isaiah in and let him roam around. But the thing is with that one, it, it's hard because dudes can help off of guys in the corner, but that's why when you're hitting shots, it's, it's it's almost impossible to do anything about it because if you're hitting shots, I'm not helping off the corner. I'm not helping off the corner. It's stupid. It's, you know, it's, it's dumb. And so, and so, and like in the first half, they was hitting shots. They were stretching out the defense. Uh, it, uh, it, it was good, it was all good, they were going inside and out, you know, everybody was just having. Everybody was sharing the well but, uh, and also but, in the second half, what was happening was, is they stopped hitting shots in it, they completely stopped hitting shots in it, so the defense started collapse. started sagging off to Isaiah again, there were force feeding passes in there, and one thing I did not like about them getting, they were getting stagnated, they were just passing the ball around the perimeter, Is is they will never drive and kick and get Oregon and close out situations. They would always drive, just be like, this is my plan, try to go all the way in. There's so many times where the help would just be there, just swipe the ball out their hand. like, But when you see that help that close, pass it out and let him drive it and then have him kick it. And then the ball is going to find you again because they're closing out. Like they got to help. Like something's going to be open. And but they weren't doing the narrow driving trying to make a play for themselves and um and you know, that's what happens.
0: Well that was the obvious situation. Uh the difference between the first half and the second half was the driving kick to where you saw Sahonis and Raquan and even Jamal Bay have wide open looks where they're catching balls in pockets and, and those guys are gonna hit that shot all day. But in the second half, like you mentioned, the stagnant offense where there's no you know if guys are driving they need to be driving with a purpose you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not a laxic days go drive because defense isn't going to help off of that cuz nobody you know you don't need a second defender on a guy that's barely driving to the basket and so nobody's wide open for an open jumper and uh nobody has to help <laughs> off of help off of uh Isaiah Stewart you know and mm-hmm. and, and the inlet passes um and it, it seemed to all kind of just all at one time kind of just crumble altogether where we couldn't, it didn't seem like we couldn't get the ball across half court. We couldn't make an inlet pass to the post and we couldn't, we you know, our offense got stagnant and nobody drove and dished to the outside shooters. And it kind of mm-hmm. just, it, everything kind of just crumbled all at the same time. And, and that's when Oregon started getting momentum. And, and once you saw Oregon cut it to, I think a seven point game, you could tell
2: yeah, that I mean, we were trouble. That I mean, we was in it. trouble, I
1: mean, well, all the good equity that had been um, that they, that Washington had built up in that Oregon State game with uh, the emergence of Marcus Sahonas and Rayquan Battle, and even in the first half where uh, Sahonas especially was really aggressive, getting to his spots, he was the only other Huskies offensive player in double figures. Uh, for the game. Most of that came in most of his uh, production came in the first half. Raekwon struggled from the field. He only hit one three uh, and he didn't play much in that second half. So when they when when Oregon was able to uh, when those guys showed that, you know, this is their second game of real action, um, there's going to be there's going to be bumps along the road. I mean, Noah, your freshman year, it was the same thing when when you and David were in there. Sometimes you guys would struggle. Sometimes you guys were playing really well. And unfortunately, both of them went cold in the same half. Mm-hmm. And nobody else was able to pick it up. You know, Nas with only six points. That's not going to get the job done. Jaden with, uh, with about, I think he had five or six points. Um, what, somebody else has to step up in those situations because putting it on a true freshman – uh, in a guy like Honus, who's you know was going to be redshirted this year, um, unfortunately the the spotlight got too big when he needed to make a few free throws to ice the game. Did it seem like the moment got too big for him,
0: Noah?
2: Uh, like I don't. So like I don't believe in that. Like I really don't. Like, don't get me wrong though, because I still remember to this day when Matisse hit missed those two free throws when we were freshmen and lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I remember that my first few year. I do still remember that to this day. But uh, I mean, just I mean, I mean, I don't even think about the moment. Like, like even you know, I was, well, I was, well, I ended my last few years at like seventy-seven, seventy-six percent free throw shooter. And like, I mean, I would still get nervous shooting regular, just shooting free throws regularly, like just right, not but, even no big time free throws. But it's I, so like again, like. I don't know if I said the moment got too big, but he was trying to do too much.
0: <laughs> but you can't you can't tell me, like, up on the free throw line, that moment doesn't affect people differently because –
2: No, it does. No, for in, fact. At the end for of the, fact. Game, fact. At the, end of the game, he
0: watched Isaiah Stewart stand there and stare down the, the rim for awesome. uh, four straight minutes. And obviously he was locked in, but you could tell because of the way that Isaiah was acting, it was a big moment and it was time for him to stay, step up, which he did. Um, and, and good on, and that's a true freshman in a big time moment against a big time rival that, that knew how serious that situation was. And, and he took it serious. But to me, it seemed like Sahonis maybe went up there knowing that the moment was big and tried to go lackadaisical with it and just missed every free throw. And then you miss two. And then all of a sudden it's in your head that man, I've already blown two free throws and that little mm-hmm. bit of doubt creeps into your mind. And then that doubt is a cancer and it attacks your free throw. Right. And-
2: yeah, I do. It is.
1: And the tough part was, is he was 0 of 4 from the free throw line, but it was it was more than him being 0 of 4. Yeah. Two of those were on the front end of a one-on-one situation. The thing is, is the positive that we got to take from this, and we have to look at, at college basketball for what it is. This team is young and they're going to keep getting better and better. So the positive that Husky fans has to take from this dominated them for 30 minutes of the game and learned some valuable lessons uh, from some young guys on how to finish. Um, they've taken their lumps. They get to look at the tape. Uh, and again, this team is playing for March. Uh, after the Cal game, you're like, people are thinking, you know, maybe this is the NIT team. They go out and they beat Oregon State, who clobbered Arizona, and without a, a meltdown from some young guys in uh, in the the latter minutes of this Oregon game, they sweep the Oregon schools and they're right back on track. So this team is close. They're going to lose mm-hmm. some more games for like sure, this, but they're fact. also going to win some games.
2: Uh, for a fact. I mean, I said so. I mean, everybody's eighteen through twenty. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? And they play like it. <laughs> yeah, it's what I'm saying. I, I, they do,
1: and they're learning, and that's yeah, the that's thing is like, they're going to learn how to keep. It's different
2: whenever year you have a bunch of, a bunch of juniors and stuff. like guess, yeah no it's different.
0: I think what's tough is from a fan's perspective of this team. So I think what's tough from a fan's perspective is that this team opened the year with a big time win against a Baylor team that was supposed to beat them, and then they go and they make it to a championship game. And we end up losing to a really good team that was really hot at that time. And so going into the Pac-12 play, nobody expects a team that had just won a bunch of games before the Pac-12 play to stumble. And that's kind of what they've done. But like, like you alluded to, Trevor, this team's really young and, and they started the season off really well. But now they're having their growing pains a little bit after the start of the
2: season. Well, that's what i was, and it happens, you know. like it happened with dudes is eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I guess like you know. I don't even think I don't. I think legit like Nas and Hamir. I don't even think they're twenty one yet. Like every team does it. Every team reloads, like you know what I mean. Every 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 professional team has it. You know what I mean, you reload and like how we did it when we were freshmen. We had those. We came in with seven freshmen. You know, everybody reloads. the The wonderful part about my, that team is that we had Andrew Andrews on the team. Yeah, that we had all that. We had a bunch of young gun talent, but we had Andrew Andrews in there to lead to, to lead us and to help us understand the right what to do and the right way to do it, and and just be be in control. And so, like, and so that played a whole part because he was guiding us on how to, you know, what to do and how to be successful in playing college basketball. And so they don't have that guy. Their guy like that was kind of like Quade. Even, I mean, Quade, I mean, redshirt, you know. But even Quade ain't, is not even that old. And so, um, like, the, the, now to be without that at all. And now, I mean, you see Coach, he's looking for it now. He's, I mean, like you said in the presser, starting lineup isn't isn't for sure anymore. So, I mean, I know Isaiah is, right. is for sure. But uh, but everything else is depending on how practices is going because he like I said he's trying to find it like Marcus Marcus in that first half showed that spark that he needed now he now in the second half he should have when 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 that spark wasn't there anymore I would have tried to went down the bench and tried to find something put a in or something but uh, but he gave that spark at the first he needed he just needed that second half spark and he couldn't find it
0: I'll do it. For Husky Hardcourt, don't forget to rate us and review us. Give us those five stars.
2: For more great Husky content, check out si.com forward slash college forward slash Washington. Go, Go dogs. dogs! Go dogs! Go. Roof.